0: This is a download from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. The Property Show on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good morning, you're listening to The Property Show on The Morning Run. I'm Sim Boon. The COVID-19 pandemic has pretty much changed the way we work and live for the past year and a half. We've had to change our work schedules, living arrangements and how we go about our daily lives. Work from home is now even seen as the norm and there's even discussion that it might remain after we've achieved some sense of normalcy in regards to getting out of the pandemic. But how will this influence the way homes are being designed? And even now, what are some of the ways you can improve your living space to adapt to the new COVID-19 normal? Well, joining me on the show today to discuss this is architect Lam Shenfei, founder of Fei Architect. Good morning, Shenfei. Thank you for coming in. Let's start off with uh, my first question. What are some of the maybe more short-term and immediate ways I could repurpose the home I'm living in now to suit a work-from-home environment.
1: Yeah, this phenomenon will change us for some time. So for that, I have actually listed down actually nine ways how this will actually change our uh, living space, uh, house. So this will, of course, consider about the mental health of trying to keep ourselves sane while working from home for a long period of time. And of course, keeping our family members happy at the same time. Um, there's also thoughts to how to be healthy physically and how to keep our family members happy at the same time. So the nine ways that we'll look into is firstly, we would, of course, most of our living activities will be hosted in the, uh, living space, living room where we have the most flexible space. So the first thing we need to consider, rethink as what we spoke about is that this space no longer becomes just, uh, a play space or a space to watch TV, it becomes a multi-purpose plater in a sense. And as all multi-purpose space goes, they usually have to have a schedule to then arrange so that then there's no conflict. Whilst there was, if there were not enough space, then we would actually uh, consider repurpose some of the rooms to become uh, multi-purpose or even subdivide the room into different spaces. Now. Um, there are many ways to subdivide and, and if you actually buy some of the furnitures or you can use your existing furnitures to divide your uh, working space. So some of the space could be for parents to work or at the same time for kids to school at the at, at next to the parents. So then there's a level of supervisions that can be conducted uh, within the same space or then a schedules can be arranged to allow for Zoom to be conducted. Uh, at a different time and thus allow one single space to host different activities uh, at the same time. What about like using
0: different rooms in the house? You know, say I'm living in a house with a couple of rooms. Moving forward, is there any way to maybe repurpose a space into a home to have a home office?
1: Yes. So firstly, we need to address because there are two types of housings in what generally Malaysians live in. One is uh, landed houses, and secondly is a high rise. So for high rise, if it's a very tight space, then the living space would most likely be converted, or even the kitchens, the uh, the countertops would then converted into a workspace. Now for those who will live in landed houses, most likely they would have an extra room, or they have uh, visitor rooms, uh, or study room in that sense. So nowadays, of course, during the uh, MCO. Uh, they would not be expecting any visitors coming to stay and that the visitors room would then be converted into a study room or a workspace uh, or a play space even for the kids. So so then we need to treat this differently where uh, the new norms will, encar- will, will, will force us to rethink how our house perform, So everyone get to perform the daily needs, whether it's working or schooling or exercising,
0: Generally, what are your golden rules to create a more comfortable working space at home? What what do what are the basic tenets that I need?
1: Uh, well, yes. The the basic tenets is to uh, repurpose, remake it into multi purpose, and using existing furnitures to divide the spaces. We to some of the tenants to 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 make a new kind of house for this pandemic is to firstly address the uh, ventilations in the house. Um as we all have been staying home for too long, uh, some of us are more conscious about the uh, virus and cautious about it, might actually close themselves indoor. Now that actually becomes unhealthy as the space becomes um congested and there will be a lack of oxygen if there was not wasn't enough ventilations in the house. So I, I do encourage for a uh, temporal measures to actually put uh, your working desk or your your study desk near to a windows in this pandemic and thus you get the maximum ventilations and of course that comes with having the windows being open as much as you can or some will actually prefer to have an exhaust fan uh, to actually exhaust to to, to suck out the air from the from the house now this is actually more um prevalent within the uh, terrace houses where you're being uh, flanked with two sides of um, party walls and that doesn't encourage ventilations uh, within the terrace. Some of, if if you would be lucky enough to stay in a bungalow house or uh, end lots or uh, corner lots or even of course high rises, you get a lot of ventilations because you have more walls uh, uh, facing the outside, more windows, but for terrace houses, you get congested on, on that factors so then we try to maximize it because of course we cannot ask you to change your house immediately that's impossible it takes years so what we do is um, you know we try to maximize by by placing your work base where most likely sit in front uh, of the desk in front of the windows to maximize your air ventilations and maximize your oxygens uh, intake within a very congested space for a long period of time of course, the benefit of that is also you get to receive the sunlight, which is also what makes us healthy. Uh, because we are not longer staying in prisons, um, we, a bit of sunlight helps to bring us a bit more healthier mentally. So again, that helps if you will place yourself in front of the, uh, the windows.
0: I understand the ventilation from an airflow aspect, fresh air, better mood, better environment. But how do we approach the kind of like temperature aspect of it? So maybe I don't know if you yeah. have some recommendations on how to create a more cooling space that makes it more comfortable.
1: One thing we have to set ourselves aware is that different air conditions units uh, perform differently. Or well, for the one most we use in the house are uh, the one that will just bring uh, it does not bring fresh air from the outside what it does is just circulates the air and only making the cold uh, air within the space. So that doesn't bring fresh air within the space for, however, uh, for those who work in um, big offices will actually get a central cooling and thus they were able to have a system to bring uh, fresh air from the outside into the internal space. So you tend to get more oxygen and thus you tend not to get um, tired after the, the heavy lunch that one will usually get. Um, So this is some uh, part of the designs that one will have to consider, uh, especially working at home and and keeping themselves comfortable uh, in the aspect of the temperature. Well, the other way is to actually, even though for those of you who who might not be able to make too big of a changes in the house well, we then encourage you to once a while go out or turn up, uh, open the windows to bring the oxygen in, or even go to the balconies, or go to your car porch to, to keep yourself taking in fresh airs. Or especially for those houses who, you know, especially the terrace houses uh, where most of the residents will be staying upstairs and the downstairs of the living room will get uh, the air very muggy because of the congested air over the, uh, over the night. So one of the ways is actually to, to turn on the exhaust. So you can actually turn on the aircon and turn on the exhaust fan at the same time or even let the door open for five minutes just to get some really fresh air into the congested space within the, um, within the, the living area or work area. And plus I think it is actually healthy to to walk around after every one hour or you know, what is suggested was 45 minutes. So you get your blood circulated a little, little bit better. And well, we can actually do this in office because well. Work office allows for communications and and teamwork. So you get to walk around for meeting rooms or to the toilets, but working at home allows you to have better focus, but then it doesn't allow you to to walk as much. So it it would then encourage a different way of seeing working from home, no longer just literally working, but then you have to make sure that one is actually healthy and mentally sane in this process.
0: Alright, we're going to take a short break for some messages. Don't go anywhere. BFM 89.9. Welcome back. You're tuned in to The Property Show on The Morning Run. I'm Sim Wee and with me today is architect Lam Fei the founder of Faye Architect. And we've been talking a bit on how you can make your home a bit more comfortable for the new normal of working from home because of COVID-19. Uh, earlier, he was giving some tips and recommendations. Uh, now, you know, I want to reference back to something you said earlier, you know, opening windows and letting good air in, also letting sunlight in. And now lighting, I think, is an issue that not many people would be first to consider in their mind when, you know, they start moving the furniture around. When you think about it where now there's a bit more zoom meetings. you know. What are kind of your thoughts on, like, how to create a more better lighting environment, be it in the daytime and maybe the evening or the nighttime?
1: Well, oh, yes, this is uh, certainly true because what we always think of lighting is different where the artificial lightings can only illuminate about, it depends on the normal housing lighting, so they illuminate about 50 to 70 lumens. Of course the study table, study lights that we have most of the time will, will give you about three hundreds. However, if you were to walk on the normal sunlight, say at 12 noon, um, you will get 10,000 of lumen outside, um, outdoor. And, and if not, you get about three thousands in during the uh, afternoon. So that's a huge discrepancies and, and that changes our life differently because we used to get a lot of sunlight, you know, during the pre mcos and and sunlight actually gets us more healthy in the sense that it encourages us to, to produce hormones that eventually make us sleep better at night with more sunlight, you actually get better sleeps. So now having get to uh, work from home congested within a limited space and some of us might not be able to go out. So that creates a very unhealthy uh, lifestyle for a long period of time. So, what what actually helps is again um open up your curtains, you know. Um, this is something that temporarily we can work on what we have at the moment, being resourceful, is again what we try to make use, other than having a large windows so or working next to your windows, is to actually have, have a bit of activities uh, outside of the house. Um, if you are lucky enough you will have a car porch or even a side gardens, or uh, if not, as much as you can. Uh, your balconies, what becomes a refuge from, from the congestions of the house having to work a long period of time or get school from a long period of time. Now, then this space becomes precious. I, I think um, during the uh, MCO as, as one would actually s- have seen the uh, concerts would, you know, that's being sunk on the uh, performance that being sung on the Italian balconies um, last year. So, so that becomes the, the main social space that, but one, everyone would be seeking for, and normally what we we would have to yearn for, you know, because of the lack of social life, working from home. So then, the balcony allows us to, of course, interact with neighbors or interact with um, our delivery persons uh, as much as you can. Uh, five minutes or even one minute of picking up that becomes precious on our uh, keeping our mind um, healthy. To even talk to people. Or um, for, for those who stays in, uh, in terrace houses, we'll get to actually talk between the neighbors and of course they will have a fence wall, party walls that separate us uh, between, but nonetheless, of course, we need to take, make sure that we are uh, having physically distance uh, so that then we, we take care of ourselves in, in this um, new lifestyles. So this car porch or, or, you know, balconies or side gardens that one might have becomes Precious to actually not just uh, outdoor space to, to get the sunlight that one might not usually get uh, from indoor. Uh, again, because your housing lights are never sufficient to, to, to compare with sunlight. Now this uh, precious space that I will call it, you know, where there's a car porch and some of us who, who also have uh, atrium space within the traditional housings or even the modern housings um, uh, then allow us to host a lot of outdoor activities that one would used to be doing it in the park or in the shopping centers. So within this space, then allow us to have new activities. You know, we used to actually jogs in the, in the park or even have, um, sports in the park, but nowadays then we are being confined within the, um, uh, limited space that we have, so then this space becomes opportunistic to be experimenting with your hobbies, new hobbies could be could be surface, where one would actually do gardening. You know, nowadays, as my uh, nursery uh, friends, you know, they have a uh, spikes on 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 sales for since the MCO. Uh, of course, not now. Yeah, they're not able to operate now. But before that, you know, a lot of people having new interests of gardening. So even having their large caladium being uh, photographed in Instagrams. So this is then um, you know a, a race of interest. Uh, a race of, um, hobbies that one would seek refuge, uh, in the confinement of their houses. And of course this is immensely important for children. You know, we, there were studies showing that children actually, uh, grew up better, grew up more mature and grew up having less anxieties as they were growing up. So this green space or outdoor space becomes important for part of their growth.
0: Okay, but when talking about children, living and playing is one aspect. A lot of them now are also forced to study at home. How do we create a more conducive environment for the children to study at home, especially when the parents are working?
1: Firstly, we talk about indoor. And as, as we all know, and, and this is also very new to, to children to actually get school online. And this is very different from their usual activities where they get to interact with real faces. They get to see their friends, touch their friends, they run around, bump into each other, and they get to see a real person's face. Um, but now, of course, they're, they're having to, to learn from having to see their friends on a flat screen. Parents will have to come in to actually supervise and ensure that then the children will get to as much as they can uh, interact with their parents, their siblings, or if not partially with their their schoolmates. Now that the, the schoolings will have to be conducted at house, it's important that they would have to go out as much as they can in a car porch, of course, not encouraging to go out uh, into the field. Um, but if they were deemed to be safe by the parents, then this is something that is critically uh, important as part of their development. Now, it, once they are outside, then this is where, you know, if it's, if you're talking about the living space of car porch, uh, or balconies, then Certain new activities, you know, I have friends who plant, planted grass in, in the balconies. So then there's a few of outdoor space, you know, in the, the garden space. As an architect,
0: how are you going to approach designing homes in a post-COVID-19
1: landscape? I think a number of architects, interior designers or even developers are having to look into this more seriously as we all know again that this pandemic will be here for some time. So we will have to start thinking about housing differently. And I think more, more of them are starting to consider about having the space more uh, flexible or even creating more smaller spaces, smaller pockets of spaces within their design, within their, their uh, housing areas to allow, accommodate um, varieties of activities. No, so no longer just about a space to watch TV, a space to, to sleep, a rest, cooking, but it started to create space for encompasses study areas, as well as, uh, working. They will also start to look into, um, having more windows in, within the space and of course having fresh air. Uh, you know, so perhaps they will have more exhaust fans within the living space to actually bring up the freshness and, you know, into the, uh, congested space. They will also start to maybe consider atrium space. You know, they used to have more atrium space in uh, terrace houses in the uh, 60s and 70s. But of course, now um, being more competitive, um, they were replaced with um, more rooms. However, then with this pandemic that starts to ask us to rethink about design and start to bring in the atrium space that we used to have or even courtyard spaces or even internalized gardens um, within their confinement of spaces. So it's not a surprise in the future where this courtyards that we have will have working space or even have a, a desk in the middle where, uh, parents and children can get school and, and get to work within that space uh, at the same time. Um, windows become bigger. I expect, um, they will actually have more sliding partitions perhaps so that the space can become, um interchangeable from big space to small space to a more private space. for some of us who, who have to go to Zoom for a long period of time, who doesn't want distractions, will get to have a, partish, a pocket space for their privacies. Um, but at the same time they also want to have a certain supervision of their children at the same time. So that that screens that allows us to have a control of privacies and supervisions um, within the living space. A reason
0: why pre-COVID homes for the past 10 years are more compact, are more slimmer, is because they're trying to save space and Mm. build more units to sell more units and ultimately make more money. It's hard to imagine that developers will want to forego profit for something that they might regard as an aesthetic change.
1: Because nowadays, S&Ps were all written in such a way that how many square feet you have. And of course, atrium, being sometimes double volume, does not, have that space included into. So basically you have a smaller house, even though your land building size is the same. Um, you have less uh, built up area because of the empty void in the house. So a lot of the developers will be normal financial sense to actually build more slabs, build more building space. And this that house will able to sell more because of the square feet that were being able to command. Um, but now I think I, I personally cannot guarantee. I'm not even sure about this, but I think this is an experiments. One which can be able to conduct say, for example, developer has 1000 houses. Of course, 100 of them can be experimented because they have to cater towards people who are willing to, and small families even are able to go for smaller working spaces, a small, smaller living spaces. So they don't have to actually buy like the whole house with, with, with maximized um, living space. Some might be having a different interest to actually, or some might favor, an HM or courtyard, yeah, a garden spaces. So they may be actually interested in different type of designs. So this trends might be able to come back to, to our living spaces. And then I think because of new hobbies as well, you know, to, to take care of, uh, a new gardens inside the house. So they will actually want a garden inside a house and in their future houses as well. So this is something that developers. In order to address the current issues better, they, well, I, I would think they would have to, because they cannot be designing houses the same as before. Houses has, the, the lifestyle has changed. You know, this, some of the office fully encourage staff to work from home. Mm. And that has to be addressed, has to be made aware and design will have to be reconsidered as the use of the space is different. The house design will be different as well.
0: All right, and that's all the time we have for today's property show. Thank you for being on the show, Shenfei. I've been speaking to architect Lam Shenfei, the founder of Fei Architect. I'm Sim Weiboon, signing off for the morning run. We have the ten AM news bulletin coming up next, followed by Enterprise BFM eighty-nine point nine. The property show on BFM eighty-nine point nine, the business station.